0: Hey everyone, welcome to the AdCast A podcast about the study of modern visual culture And I'm Renu And I am neither wonderful or lovely or beautiful or brilliant Like Soup tried to make me say But there's also Soup here My lovely co-host.
1: Hello. (laughs) I did try to get you to say all of those things, and you wouldn't say any of them directly, but you did say all of them, so you know that I attributed all of these things to you.
0: I... That means I win. No. I What? No! (laughs) Screw you!
1: (laughs) I'm gonna take that victory. It's mine.
0: Oh my god. Okay. Well, this week, at stands for Element Tournament Cast, because French...
1: (laughs) I mean, technically, it's English. It's it's but, technically an English word.
0: But you said it was based off a French word.
1: Yeah, but so is like a third of English. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even just like anything. That's just English. It's just <laughs> lots of French and lots of, you know, uh, Spanish and German. Mm. Y- you know, there's a lot of things, you know. Uh, uh, English is sort of like the language equivalent of a soup. Of you? Yes, of me. That,
0: is that why you study English?
1: It's why I study English, because <laughs> I, I am the embodiment of the language as a person.
0: Oh, <laughs> it makes sense now. I get it.
1: So this week we are discussing uh, Shokugeki no Soma, or Food Wars, as Shoku it is Shokugeki no Soma. Shokugeki no Soma. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, uh, hmm. how have you been? What have you been oh. doing?
0: Oh, I've been good i um, been streaming a lot more. Dude, it's the last week before my convention, so I'm just like buckling down and trying to get everything done.
1: God, that sounds stressful. <laughs>
0: it's stressful. I hate it.
1: I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> so I don't go to a lot of conventions or mm. any conventions.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: well, I need to go to you. I need to go to one with you at least once. I mean, probably. I've never been to an anime convention, which probably kind of outs me as, like, a bad anime <gasps> person. You're
0: a terrible person! No, I'm just kidding. Right? I'm, like, a fraud.
1: <laughs> like, what do you mean you've never been to an anime convention? I don't know. I just never have uh, brought myself uh, to do it. Uh... <laughs> I don't I know. pull you out to
0: one. You're in Cali!
1: I was gonna say, it's not like there aren't any near me. It's just that I don't go to them at all. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's, I don't, listen, I already spent a lot of money on poor thing, like, poor purchase decisions anyway, like, Mm -hmm. going to an anime convention would just sort of seal the deal on that.
0: Uh, I mean, it would. Actually, you know what? Don't go to one. (laughs) I only imagine what would happen, and it would stress me out to watch you spend all that money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it would be awful. I would just be like, okay, that's it. That's all the money I'm spending. But wait. Oh, but wait. Look at that thing.
0: This thing. You ne- you just need to go, but have
1: someone hold your wallet for you. This is the worst idea I've... You've, I it mean, it's the be, best idea yeah, exactly. that you've ever had. But it's yeah. also just the worst, because then I wouldn't be able to buy anything, and I would, would be It would be sad. pain
0: and suffering for you. Yes, I understand. But it would
1: be the, torment. Listen. This is There is nothing, there's nothing more perversely enjoyable than spending money on things that you like. Like, I went to the grocery store today and I found some amazing deals. I bought a steak for $4. Oh. I bought a $4 steak. I'm gonna make a dinner with that $4 (laughs) steak.
0: $4 (laughs) dinner.
1: I bought, like, a, a $4 steak. I bought, like a little bundle of mushrooms and an entire grapefruit, and I only spent six fucking dollars at a Whole Foods. <laughs> Do you know how impressive this is?
0: Uh, Whole Foods, too. That is impressive.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good Good to hear. Good to hear that, uh, you're you're in that con crunch.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah. I can't wait to get out of it and <laughs> return to life. That's how <laughs> I feel
1: like every time finals roll around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like during these things, we just kind of like hole up and then get sucked into something. And then when we come out of it, we wonder what kind of damage we left behind because we stopped talking to people. And <laughs> I don't how know. much
1: did we damage just our everything? No, yeah, I feel exactly.
0: this. Yeah. And then I, I feel bad.
1: <laughs> I I become a hermit for the entirety of like a week before and the week of finals. It's mm-hmm. just you shouldn't try to talk to me.
0: Yeah. But sometimes people do. And sometimes people you have to let them down.
1: You just have to be like, listen, like we're cool and all, but I just I can't do this. Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. Which is even I will say it's even worse for me because I have like eighteen social obligations every week
0: (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs)
1: Like I was so busy that I had to stop doing anime for a bit with our our group. Yes. So we're actually, like, super behind on the seasonal stuff.
0: Dude, That next time that we watch anime, we have to wrap up everything so we can do our seasonal wrap-up.
1: It's gonna be so stressful. It's gonna be our own little <laughs> sort of anime crunch. Speaking of, later today. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, I'm ready.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have to choose one thing and then go through it um all at once. Uh, yes. Until we catch up. It's stressful just thinking about it, actually.
0: It'll be fine. The viewers,
1: they won't know, but we'll know. <laughs> I, you just said it in the pot. I, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not even going to cut that part out. That's just, that's staying in there so that everybody knows.
0: Yeah. They won't know, but we'll know about the crunch.
1: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They will know. They'll know. They'll know. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, I have been up to a lot lately Yes. Really just like everything. I released a tabletop game.
0: <gasps>
1: so what? you can you can go out and buy that. It's called First Contact. It is about a an alien and a human falling in love in what? sort of a uh high school, middle school setting. It's very anime without ever being explicitly anime.
0: Nanny, I want this. Lini link me.
1: It is. It is a tabletop game that I made for one of my classes, and then I released it. And you can buy it, or you can just not pay for it and take it because I just want you to have it. I want it. I will. I'll link it to you after. Thank you. Uh, and then maybe I'll just like include a link somewhere in the description for the podcast or something. But anyway. Yeah. I did that. Uh, mm-hmm. I did my finals. Mm-hmm. I got a haircut. And and did dyed. You? So what? my hair what? is like red again. Okay, mean, I thought
0: you said, I thought you meant died as in you died.
1: <laughs> I, I
0: died? No, yeah. I, I didn't know. What? Like the haircut was so horrible, you died.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. My haircut is, is great. It's a little bit longer than I expected. The, the bangs actually weren't cut that much, honestly. They were just kind of trimmed, but I kind of like it. It's mm. it's very, very anime, uh, yeah. a little bit emo depending on how far the hair creeps over but I can definitely hold it over one eye and pretend that I have a demon lord sealed in one of my arms so you know
0: yeah, send me a picture and then I'll know <laughs> yeah and then and then
1: you'll know um it's 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 fine uh, okay. I, I am like thinking about in the future i'll probably have to get another haircut pretty soon cuz mm. my hair grows really fast mm. um and the reason that we didn't Cut it that much is because uh instead of bleaching this time it was just dyed because there were still some bleached parts left, so she left part of the the you know, most of the hair intact so that the, you know, bleached parts could absorb the red dye and be red. Um I also got a Futaba jacket.
0: Yes, you did. That I did. How much was it again, two hundred something?
1: Two hundred something. Uh, I actually <laughs> looked at the the uh, PayPal statement and it was exactly two hundred thirty seven dollars. Oh, which to be fair, that also includes shipping. So it's actually not terrible considering people pay two hundred jackets, two hundred for like normal jackets. So
0: okay, yeah. I mean. It's not-
1: it's not terrible, and the build quality on the jacket is impeccable, so...
0: Okay, so it's quality $200 versus... Right,
1: this is this know. is the actual official recreation jacket that they created uh, with the character designer for P5, so... Oh, so this is, like, Atlas approved. So this is Atlas approved. It says Persona 5 on the uh, the little tag. Oh, dude, it's, that's dope. It's fucking amazing. It's where's, my favorite jacket now. It's a little big, but whatever. Okay, top okay
0: good. Small. Yeah, yeah. She is small. I want to see your Atlas-approved short shorts to go with that.
1: I do. I do have to get Atlas-approved uh, short shorts and <laughs> also like a tank top. Yes. And also like that weird sort of shoulder-cut shirt, and then yes. also the the knee high, the thigh highs, and then the thigh the highs. Boots, Dude, we are
0: called the it. Absolute Territory Podcast. Where's I know. Some, I, where's the territory soup?
1: I know. <laughs> apparently, apparently in this in this sort of duo that we have, I have to pull the slack for where the absolute territory is.
0: Yes. Please. I'm not going to do it.
1: <laughs> I'm disappointed, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, um right. cool. maybe maybe one of these days if I have time and money, which mm.
0: For an anime convention, you gotta cosplay and you're gonna cosplay as your waifu. That's true. Great. That's
1: true. Yeah. I I guess I could very much do that. Mm-hmm. I would either have to buy a wig or I would just go short haired. I mean, my hair kind of fades out into the futaba orange anyway. It does, yes. So, That's not
0: I mean, you could be male futaba, face. like, yeah, just I with could. the short hair instead of long yeah, hair. Just with the Easy. Short hair. You already got glasses Um, and stuff and everything.
1: It's just that's true. And my glasses are constantly (laughs) falling off my face. (laughs) Why? They're not actually, but they're like they're consistently a little bit lower than I like want them to be. But at this point, it's just impossible to fix.
0: So, do you do the megane the the push up like
1: I do it every three seconds? Yeah, no idea. (laughs) Like, and I I I have like I I do it all the different ways too. Like sometimes I'll just like. (laughs) Nudge them. Sometimes I'll like do the the like little salute while I put like push them up. Um, There's a lot. There's a lot happening. Is there anything else? Oh, okay. Mm. So Mm. this is not going to be a spoiler because this podcast is going to come out on Wednesday. But my boys, the New York Excelsior, won the stage two playoffs in the Overwatch League, and I'm so proud of them. They reverse swept Philadelphia Fusion. I'm so hype. I'm so emotional. Oh. Oh. It was a very, very intense, down-to-the-wire, nail-biting oh. series. They were on the edge the whole time. Oh. And they ended up pulling up a win. It was amazing.
0: <gasps> so it was close the whole time up to the end?
1: It was, well, some of the games were, uh, like, some of the individual matches weren't as close, but because they were essentially one match away from losing all three games that they had to win to win, Oh, because uh, it's best of five. Oh. Uh it was down to the wire all the way and mm. they really turned up and i'm so proud of my boys
0: oh congratulations i'm so proud of my
1: boys <laughs> but yeah i think that's that's enough of my life and however much i've been doing which is really sort of a lot mm-hmm. let's talk about food anime food. Uh, specifically food wars
0: yeah nudity <laughs>
1: Yeah, Con- content nudity. warnings, nudities, <laughs> like, like if you had an orgasm, but it was because you ate food, which to be fair, <laughs> describes my sort of life, actually.
0: Oh no, I didn't need to know that.
1: <laughs> I learned too much about you, son. <laughs> have you, listen, I'm, all I'm saying is, uh-huh. have you ever just had like, you know, you're, you're tired and you're hungry and you just put something hot and cheesy in your mouth and you feel like you're going to live forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Forever? But that's not the (laughs) same as an orgasm.
1: (laughs) You feel like you're going to achieve enlightenment, which, to be fair, is pretty close to an orgasm, I think. (laughs) Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe, maybe maybe an orgasm is close to achieving enlightenment. Who knows? This is
0: a not safe for work podcast now. This is
1: a super not safe for work <laughs> podcast, but that's because Shokugeki no Soma Food Wars is not a safe for work anime to watch at work, which, unless you're working in the hentai industry, in which case it's very sort of blasé.
0: Blasé! <laughs> it's,
1: it's very, it's very, um... Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. it's... It's, it's a lot, I would say. Yeah. Uh, it really kind of leans into the uh, Japanese f- uh, anime fan service industry sector. But it's also you don't just say. Really good.
0: <laughs> it is good. Um, so for those who don't know, Shokugei no Soma, or Food Wars, is about this academy of uh, chef high school students. They're all training to be awesome chefs. And it just so happens that whenever anyone happens to eat real good food, their clothes fly off their bods. That's,
1: that's the anime. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the anime. Yeah. Like, it doesn't get simpler than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yep. So this is an anime that I feel like a lot of people uh, found to come out of left field, uh, especially if they don't read a lot of manga. Because it's mm-hmm. like, hey, what's this? It's about cooking. And then, you know, the first episode rolls around, and people are like, oh, what's this anime about cooking? Wow, that food looks really good. And then, you know, the pers- the people put the food in their mouths, and suddenly there are tentacles. And then later, <laughs> they put the food in their mouth, and they're literally orgasming. Yes. Just uh, all over the place. There's just so many of them. It. It's like three, four dudes at once.
0: Yeah, they. so what this anime is very nice about is that it shows men and women with their clothes flying off. It, mostly women, because...
1: Mostly that's, women, because anime.
0: Yeah, because anime, but they do the, men, the men's too, which is there's
1: nice. There's some good men's service, uh, especially <laughs> uh, my boy Doji McGinn.
0: <laughs>
1: he's, he's just big, and he's buff, and he works out. There are a lot of butt shots.
0: Yes, he does work very hard.
1: I think in terms of the of leveling the playing field it uh-huh. does more than most anime mm. uh in terms of equal opportunity fan service
0: equal opportunity still skewed
1: but more equal than others, yeah, so yeah, when people eat food in this in this show, uh their clothes fly off and they get naked and they start moaning, and <laughs> sometimes it's not even like. A metaphor. Sometimes their clothes just literally come off. Why? <laughs> so okay, there is actually a canon explanation for this, but the canon explanation also makes no sense. It's not like some bullshit midichlorians thing. It's like it's not like ah, they have a, a like a like a virus gene or whatever, right? right? It's like apparently yes. passed down in the Nakiri family okay. is this uh, ability, which is a, essentially like an aura. Right, like it's a blessing they call it. Okay, that when they eat good food, their clothes fly off. But this is the interesting part. Okay, Nakiri Azami, who is the big evil man,
0: the Otosan. Is,
1: yes, the Otosan, big uh-huh. evil, big evil food devil man. Yes, when he eats like really amazing food, he makes other people strip with his aura. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> But wait, I, how come,
0: wait, hang on, hang on, but up until this point, no one's questioned this, though, right? Like, it's like a normal occurrence in this universe for people's clothes to fly off.
1: It's just a normal, it's just a normal thing for their clothes to fly off. Although, if you see it, like, <laughs> if you look carefully, the only people whose clothes, like, fly off and, and stay off tend to be members of the family. It tends to just be the old, old man grandpa. Um, You know, usually he's like, oh, my clothes are gone. Yeah uh it's because of it's because of the family blessing it's it's passed down in his family so and everyone else's marry... clothes
0: regenerate except for the the families
1: right everyone else it's like a metaphor but for for oh. him it's real like oh, okay. he just he just strips
0: okay <laughs> i see
1: and then and then this is a thing in uh like for for the uh, the Otosan the evil Otosan who yeah. is i mean he his clothes don't fly off and i don't it was kind of explained weirdly in the manga. Uh, it was like in the latest chapter where there was like, uh, yeah, it's because he married into the family. And we're not sure if, if he. it's because he married into the family that his version is weird, or if his version is weird and also he got the blessing because he married into the family. It's kind of unclear. But okay. that's it. That's the canon explanation. They essentially have like Haki from One Piece. Haki? I mean, like the Aura thing or yeah. whatever. What do they call it? Do they call it Haki?
0: What? I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Do you not read One Piece? No. Okay, well then, then I'm, I'm talking to a brick wall then.
0: Wow. This, this,
1: this explanation is going nowhere.
0: I'm it's like more a... than a wall.
1: <laughs> you're a wall that someone's drawn a face on.
0: You called me lovely. <laughs> Are you saying that a wall can be lovely? <laughs> Leave this podcast, <laughs> please. <laughs> 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 Go here to be hurt like this. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, it's like a it's like a thing that they have, right? It's like uh, in other anime, uh, pressure, right? Yeah. When like someone's really strong, they like, yeah. oh, he's got such pressure. Yeah. Well, yeah. in in One Piece, it's like a physical thing that people feel, right? Like they can't move.
0: Mm, I, I think I know what you're talking about.
1: but it's basically that.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: Anyway, that that aside. Uh-huh. Uh let's let's talk about the plot um mm-hmm. or sort of just the general structure, which is it's based on um what are called shokugekis, which are basically food fights, but not in the way that you're thinking. It's a chef <laughs> battle. It's like Iron Chef, but more moaning. <laughs> and stripping and yeah. high schoolers.
0: High schoolers. Stripping. But then also adults stripping,
1: everyone yeah. strips. Every, it's, nobody has any clothes on. Yeah, right. I don't you'll, think we'll see every character naked at least once. Yes, we get so many shots of of the main character Soma's body. We do. He eats food and then he's just like, "I'm naked."
0: Mm. They usually do it pretty fast for him, but then they glorify all the other characters. Usually,
1: yeah, it's. I will say it's it's quite interesting. Uh, by the end, uh, and this is kind of a very. Um, I think this is actually quite clever as as a way to uh describe how good food is mm. because that's not something that you can normally really get across in in a visual medium mm. because obviously like this 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 is one of those things that's like this is about taste and smell right? right and so we have to have that filtered through the characters and I think the easiest shorthand to that is you know just sort of these Fan service shots where they're just like, you know, wow, this makes me feel really good to eat. Right? It's like we know what that's like.
0: So you think that they grossly exaggerate these metaphors in order to convey that sense of of what we cannot experience through the anime, which is the taste of the food.
1: Right. And I think that's I think that's pretty important for something like this. Like, take a look at movies, uh, like like a movie like Ratatouille. Uh, mm-hmm. If you look closely at the way that they try to um, describe flavor,
0: mm-hmm. they tend
1: to use these kind of like abstract color swirls, which I think does a pretty yeah. good job because the images themselves have a texture to them, right. which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just a, a sort of another way of getting around to it. And it's also, I mean, it just falls within the, the author's line of specialty because, you know, he, he came from drawing hentai manga. <laughs> that's
0: not even... Just drawing that's not what even he knows. Th- <laughs> that's not even
1: a joke he actually does and or did rather uh-huh um
0: uh, yep i mean it's a good time when a hentai manga artist becomes you know shonen jump you know
1: <laughs> Sh- shonen jump big boy yeah yeah i mean i i do think that um i don't think he writes it right oh. like or at the very least i don't think he completely writes it i think he he either has a writer or he um consults some people um, but the actual plot is quite good. It's pretty basic, yeah. you know. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, this is you know, uh, extremely talented underdog cook boy, and mm-hmm. he's got to go through every cooking circus ring to get to where he needs to be, which is the best chef pirate king. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I like all the all the thought that they put into the food right like
1: right yeah i I think it's 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 a great way of having um you know shown in battle mm-hmm. without fighting because sometimes they rely on the metaphor of fighting, but oftentimes they will go you know to other things um namely the the fan service shots to tell you how well they're doing, and right. it's a really great way of having um a competition where everybody has a unique style, and this is one that's like really good for food because mm. you can definitely tell uh, what everyone's sort of styles are, mm-hmm. right? Like every every character has a distinct, like, f- cooking style to them. And that's very characteristic of real life cooking where people right. are like, I specialize in Asian cuisine, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Right. Yeah, I love watching because they, they approach all the chefs. Basically, every arc or whatever, they show off each of the chefs and their specialties. And so you get to see all sorts of different recipes, which is really cool. And yeah, I, I do like the fact that I mean it is called Shokugeki no Soma, but they don't primarily like rely on the Shokugeki's to tell all the food stories.
1: Right. Yeah, and and that's that's pretty important. But also, um, Food Wars has one of the best tournament arcs ever. <laughs> In recent <laughs> in recent years, um, in the last like I would say decade, probably.
0: Oh, that's a high claim.
1: That's a that's a, <laughs> that's a pretty high claim. I don't know when was when did the when the Naruto tournament arc come out? God, <laughs> we were baboos. You were a super babu. I was a super babu. I was watching this shit on like Cartoon Network or something. Yeah, yeah. I I think that uh, post Big Three, this is probably the best tournament arc.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, what about you know, uh, Boku no Hero
1: well that's that's the other one right that's okay. the other one with a really good tournament arc okay. uh, it's just that the structure of of this one is really good and they go really into depth with how the chefs prepare for each other and I think that's one of the most interesting things which is like they go in knowing who their opponent is right it's not like a, a shonen battle manga necessarily where you don't necessarily know right right mhm um, but they, they do know, kind of, like, they have an idea of what it is like going in, and they're mm-hmm. able to prepare and prepare countermeasures, and I think that's, like, kind of, there's a very interesting sort of mind games outplay component to it, mm-hmm. um, which really shows up in full force, uh, in, in sort of the latter half, uh, uh, that's out right now.
0: Oh, so, all of this is in the manga, right?
1: Well, um, there's a lot of it in the, uh in the anime as well. Like if you look at uh Soma's fight with I say fight, uh fight with uh Mimasaka, that's mm-hmm. a good one, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz he's basically outplaying someone who outplays. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um and like the character of Mimasaka just as a whole is is in, is sort of indicative of this this trend. Yeah, it's 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 pretty great, honestly. And okay. um I think it's 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 a really great way to have uh, shonen without fighting. All of the components of the competition are there, but it's not necessary. it's like it has all the components of like fighting, but also um a lot of the good components about sports kind of mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the same time um it doesn't I don't think take a lot of the negative from either one of those.
0: Okay. So you think it's like kind of like an improved mishmash of like sports and Battle arcs. Yeah, put I I arc.
1: think so too. Like, if I was to herald this as like the the third generation of great shonen, like I don't think I would be off.
0: Okay. Mm. Um.
1: Like if if we have like Dragon Ball Z as as generation one, okay. and then the big three as generation two, then this okay. would be generation three. Like this and Broken uh, Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. This is things that take the tired formulas that we don't like unnecessarily or we're tired of. Mm. Um. Like we're fatigued on, and then improving them or cutting away all of the fat, I guess is kind mm-hmm. of a fun metaphor to use here, <laughs> like trimming the fat. Food metaphors. It's a food <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's I think that's a very sort of good way of putting it. Like mm-hmm. it, it's an improvement.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: It is. It is an evolution on the genre. Okay. <laughs> if there's one thing that it struggles with and Mm. I think that you would probably agree with me when I say this is Mm. setting the stakes I think is is probably where it's weakest right yes (laughs) for sports it's pretty easy it's just like oh we want to make the big tournament before the third years graduate right and and that sets like an immediate time limit as well as like a um sort of a transience to the situation right it's not like we can revisit it right it's there is an importance to the outcome of this situation. Right. And with fighting, it's like, okay, someone will die. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's pretty easy. Someone will lose and they'll probably die as a result. Right. And I I think that's probably maybe the one of the biggest places where it, it falters, you know, it doesn't it doesn't do a great job of setting the stakes. Like because the first time it's like, oh, he's gonna not get into the school. Mm-hmm. Never mind, he gets into school. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's gonna get expelled, and then mm-hmm. you know, after the fifth time, he's like, oh, they're gonna expel him. And you're just like, oh, it's old hat. Like they just have to have this to make it feel like it's it's important. Like I yeah. think, I think even downplaying some of that is mm-hmm. is okay. Like mm-hmm. I think just having it be about I want to make the best food right. is is pretty okay.
0: Right. Um.
1: I don't. I will say I I actually don't hate the the drama that they build about the family, even though I know that you think it's kind of like trite. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay, okay, honestly.
0: Okay, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, I just I think the stakes that they try to make are just you know they're unnecessary, right? Because they're already telling a good story about the food. It just seems like they're they're putting the stakes there just to put it there for like the people who are like. Who, who they fear won't care about the story.
1: Yeah, because I think I think expulsion is a bad one, right? Like mm-hmm. that's such a all or nothing sort of game. Mm-hmm. And when when the stakes are so explicit and mm-hmm. binary, mm-hmm. there's not a good way of avoiding cliche, right? right? It's there's not a good way of saying like because obviously they're not going to expel like half the cast, right? Right for realsies, mm-hmm. like someone's going to win. And they're gonna. I mean, well, okay. I guess I'll I'll hold off on saying that for for like maybe ten more chapters. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I at least I don't think that they're going to expel all the characters. Like I I can see there being kind of an interesting sort of Star Wars like this is our last hope, mm-hmm. um, like illegal cooking rebellion. But <laughs> I I really don't think so. Mm-hmm. I I think that like in the in the very end, like you know, obviously the 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 people will prevail, and to some extent, it's not about that. Like all shonen, kind of falls into this. You know, it's the person who is meant to win is going to win at the end. Mm-hmm. It's just about uh, building investment towards it, You're which right. is why I don't hate the uh, the cooking like drama, right? Like the Nakidai family drama, mm-hmm. because obviously we know that, like you know, Arena and Soma are gonna pull through in the end, but. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, and I think part of this might be just, like, general attachment to the characters, which, you know, people have sort of mixed opinions on. I think it's fine, because I, I kind of like Arena. I think she's fine. And as a result, I think the drama works. Mm-hmm. But if you're not as invested in her, and you're just like, well, she's just a sundary, like, whatever.
0: Yeah. I'm. I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're on that train. Like, you're obviously yeah. not going to
1: be as invested in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it, I think the whole drama with her, it, it almost assumes that you're invested in her at this point because she's been there since day one. Which but, is, I think, interesting
1: yeah. because, like, they kind of just don't talk about her for a solid couple arcs.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: She just shows up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I And for me, it was like her character just fell so flat, at least, you know, because every time she showed up, she'd just do the soon soon thing, right? And then, like... Then when you get to know more about her private life, then it kind of opens up more and more. But then, then the drama happens. And then I'm like, but I haven't had enough time to build up my emotional investment in her to care about her drama yet.
1: <laughs> right. like this is, this is why I think some of the best arcs um, in the show and the, like in the series, I guess, are centered on Tadakoro. Because I think they build up her... Mm. like she's, a, she's an intensely likable character. Yes. And they build up her drama in a way that is... Uh, reasonable and consistent yeah and yeah. also works for her character and also drives character development
0: yes yes
1: i agree and i think i think that that she's i think maybe one of the strongest characters in in the series mm-hmm, for that reason mm-hmm, yeah i think the writing for um anything surrounding her is definitely the strongest mm-hmm. even though like she follows kind of a predictable path right you know it's like mm-hmm. oh She's not confident in her abilities, but she's pretty strong, so, you know, uh, as long as she gets some self-confidence, she'll do great. Right. And, you know, obviously, like, that's old hat. Everyone's done that. But because <laughs> she's an intensely likable character, you're invested. You care. Yes. Even if she's, even if her story is, like, you know, cliche, it's done in a way as to build investment. And right. And it's satisfying when she wins.
0: Yes, yes, I agree.
1: And mm-hmm. I, I think that's one of the most important things with, with shonen manga is to build to... Uh, a satisfying you know, conclusion, sort of a a satisfying denouement, so to speak.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Um. So, do you have any characters you would consider your favorite toes?
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think best boy is just fucking obvious. Best boy is goddamn <laughs> Kurokiba Ryo because <laughs> he he's the, the best.
0: best. He is the best. Like,
1: objectively the best of the boys
0: i also love him the most
1: i think i think you could make a, a strong case for naked apron boy but
0: oh yes but i i i
1: when rio gets involved i get so hyped i love him he's so good because he's so low-key he's just like oh yeah whatever yeah. and then he puts his headband on and then suddenly he's just like i'm gonna kill everybody with my cooking <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make them eat food that's so good they die <laughs>
0: <laughs> like it, it builds on that trope of they they have this a lot in shounens right where it's just like you know the the low key dude like has a switch flipped when he gets into his craft right like they did this in like yeah. Prince of Tennis they did this they do this in Shokugeki etc um, but I don't know for some reason the one with this with Ryo and this it just I don't know why but I get so hyped with him <laughs>
1: I mean I think it's because you know he's like an intense character right mm. to some extent that is you know offset and and complemented by the fact that he's he's with Alice and mm-hmm. uh, Alice is like such a different character like right. intense but in a different way Right 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 They they build each other really well but mm. also I th- I think Rio has the benefit of being in the plot at the right places Mm okay I think I think the sort of because again, he is kind of he almost falls into like a. It's, it's very interesting because Rio is is a character that's kind of like a a, a pastiche of a lot of different characters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at one time we were enemies, but now we are friends and allies, right? Like right. that sort of thing. Right. Uh, he's really great in Shonen. I love that. That's why <laughs> I love when Mimasaka comes back. Uh huh. I love when Ryo comes back. Yeah. Um, and I love when um, uh, Hayama comes back. Yeah, Spice Boy. Yeah, yeah,
0: I like Spice Boy too.
1: But yeah, I I think that that's part of it, right? Like he's mm-hmm. he's kind of like this Vegeta figure where he's like <laughs> really angry and aggressive when he's cooking. Yes. But if he's on your side, you feel good about it. You're like, yeah, yeah, do that. Be angry.
0: <laughs> do your thing.
1: <laughs> like there's just something immensely satisfying, and mm-hmm. I think I think also part of it is uh, Rio is one of the characters where there's a very explicit moment of character growth where. Mm. He beats one of the um current elite ten or whatever. Mm. I don't remember. Are they the elite council by then or whatever? Like Catholic Central.
0: I don't know. Probably.
1: Uh, but by that point, by that point, you're just like, oh, they're they're being assholes. They're taking away all the good things about the Academy. And then he comes in and he's just like, Hey, what's up, motherfucker? And re- and like he just wrecks space.
0: <laughs> and that feels
1: so immensely satisfying. And he does it because, very specifically because, he's grown from past encounters. Right. And you can see it. He's just like, yeah, I went for, like, uneven spice for your palate to, like, offset and make it not bland. And you're like, whoa! <laughs> not only have you grown as a person <laughs> and uh-huh. as a chef, uh-huh. you, you smack down this, this huge asshole. <laughs> And that feels great. That's why every time Azon comes up, it's great because he always loses in the best ways, and he makes the best faces. And he's <laughs> voiced by Best Boy Tomokazu Sugita. Yeah, our boy. Who is definitely who's definitely a high school boy and not a like yeah. a thirty plus year old man.
0: Listen, he can voice all the high school boys. It's fine. <laughs> I uh,
1: apparently, apparently in Japan, if you go to high school in one of your classes, guaranteed there will at least be one Tomokazu Sugita. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he might be the delinquent, or he might be the popular boy, yeah. or he might just be that weird boy that sits in the corner. Yeah. Or he might be your teacher. Who yeah. knows? He know? Who knows?
0: <laughs> he's there.
1: <laughs> he's, he's there for you. <laughs> I think the the uh question of best girl is very complicated. Oh, it's okay. kind of hard for me to choose because objectively, Tadokoro is, is the best as a character. Yeah. Right, like she gets the most development. She is written the best and and portrayed well. Yeah, but I also just have like a soft spot preference for characters like Alice. Right. No.
0: Yeah. See, she would have been my close second to Tanokoro.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you know how I feel. Yeah. Um. In in this regard, then, uh, it's it's very difficult because there are a lot of of good characters.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I think those two definitely stand out amongst the female cast. Yeah, like, oh, I yeah. mean,
1: I, I think I would I think Tadokuro just edges edges in at uh, at best girl because of the um the time that we got to see her in a girl gang outfit. Um, that's it. That's that's the that's the whole reason why. It's it's the only thing that gives her an edge. Of no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I think that, that would, that beats my preference for, for Alice, even though I like Alice a lot as just kind of a mm-hmm. throwing a wrench in the works type of character, which yeah. I enjoy. Like, you know, I enjoy them.
0: I like both of their cooking styles too. They're so vastly different, but, uh, I love them both.
1: Yeah. That's, that's what I love too. Like, mm-hmm. obviously they're almost like two sides of, of the same coin where, um, Tadokoro is, is like a country girl. She has to make do with what she has or, you know, cooking is very homely. Yes. whereas Alice is very much like a scientist, right? Yeah. Like because she had resources um growing up, she's able to do the best that she can with the, you know, um molecular gastronomy. Yes. Like she knows how to uh use the scientific components of food and all of the best sciency equipment just straight up like it's pretty clear to see Mm -hmm. how these two characters differ in their approaches. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the best things, right? Like Mm -hmm. one of the best ways that they differentiate between the characters is their cooking styles. Cause I mean, at the end of the day in a cooking series in a cooking manga or anime, that's what's important. Yep.
0: I agree. Mm -hmm.
1: And I, and I think each of them has a distinct enough style to be, uh, to stand out. Right. Um, and that's, that's the thing about the characters I will say which is um there are quite a lot of them yes uh, but i think that they're still memorable and likable even though i can't remember most of the people in the polar stars names i know who they are if you would tell me you're like right um smoke boy oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke yes boy.
0: exactly exactly or like
1: or like uh fermentation girl you're like yeah. Oh,
0: yeah 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 or like Hunting Girl, and then it's right just... hun-
1: Hunting Girl, double buns.
0: <laughs> double buns. <laughs> I love, I
1: love her. I love her too. She's, she's, great. she's actually she's, maybe she's number three. I think. <laughs> there's just, there's just some, some really great interactions between her and uh, Arina when she runs away. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that the characters are well differ- uh, differentiated. Yes, but I think. If anything, because there's so many, it's impossible for all of them to get development. Right. Which is why we end up in a situation where um, they kind of end up taking taking the sideline a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and obviously they have a moment or two here and there where they get to be in the spotlight and they get to shine. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, you know, character characters that get character development are obviously the main cast, yeah. and then some it it almost feels like the polar star dorm is like sort of a third layer of character right it's not like it's not like um primary characters like you know uh arena or soma or i mean uh, even to some extent i think tadakoro is 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 a primary character uh then you have the like the secondary characters who mm-hmm. are like is like where Ryo and uh hayama come in uh, and then the third layer is where you have the the polar star fuckos <laughs>
0: Hang on their babies. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're my babies, but they're just like they're a bunch of rowdy boys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's the fuck squad right there.
0: <laughs> I mean, one of them's naked all the time, so you know.
1: It's fine. One of them is naked all the time. He's a pre- he's a good boy. He's a pretty good boy.
0: He's a pretty good boy.
1: <laughs> to some extent, there is also um oh shit. That that actually just reminds me. Uh, this is why this is why best girl was such a hard category. I also really like Rindo, who is uh, the red haired one with the fang.
0: Uh, oh right right right. I remember I remember.
1: Because I just I like characters like that. I can't not. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's also a shit stirrer. Is why.
0: Yeah yeah. I mean, sure. I I haven't like because I haven't been keeping up with the manga. I don't know too much about her yet to be it you know attached. Right, right. You
1: don't you yeah. you haven't gotten a lot of her, but yeah. there is a lot of her in in the coming season, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh I say that because they announced the third season, first of all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but also because uh she plays a very important part in the in the events to come and she's looking like she's going to become more important and I like her a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Cool. Yep. Um so she's tied for number 2 with Alice. Ah, uh, okay yeah let's talk about the food because food. there's a lot of it
0: yes,
1: oh, the food looks so good.
0: I know it looks so good. I get really upset when I see it, but then I also learn cooking tips from them, so it's it's a trade-off yeah
1: i will <laughs> it's a very educational show or manga yeah. to watch or read. Mm-hmm. I have also picked up some cooking tips <laughs> I have made some of the recipes in in the series before uh-huh. I made the uh gotcha pork roast or whatever that he makes in the first episode. hmm Um I made the uh uh Chalipin steak don. <laughs> that one was really good.
0: Cool. <laughs>
1: I've made the souffle omelet too.
0: Oh the souffle omelet. Yeah, that one's fun. Nice. You need to make me some. Yeah I'll make you food. Okay. Just come thank over. You. Yeah. We'll make
1: just, just come over here and then I'll make you a food.
0: We'll have uh the absolute food cast.
1: The absolute food cast. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so good. That would be so good. <laughs> There's a video version where I just make the food.
0: Yeah, and I sit there and drool.
1: <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, you sit there and be completely unhelpful.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can I can cook a thing occasionally. I'm just not super in depth with
1: it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that actually reminds me. I made some food. I made breakfast earlier mm. yesterday. Uh, yes, yesterday. Um, and it was great. It was a French omelette mm. and uh, a salad made of a, a baby arugula <laughs> and uh, red bell peppers. And then also just two two little shrimps that were just boiled. <laughs> it was very tasty. It was very good. I okay. also made um, a pan-roasted... S- uh, I almost said steak. I made a pan-roasted chicken today Oh, with a crispy skin and... Uh, Vinegar sauce. It was good. Anyway, sorry. You're gonna make our, our listeners hungry. <laughs> Listen, we're talking about Food Wars. If if the listeners aren't hungry, we're doing it wrong. So, the food in this series is just baller. It's baller. It's amazing.
0: Uh, What, who, who's, like, food style would you say is your favorite?
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a difficult question. I, mm. I tend to like, I tend to like Soma's just as kind of like a style thing where he's just like, mm. yeah, I'm just gonna put dumb shit in it and hope it works.
0: <laughs> no, that, his style is the diner style, right? So like, he has to produce a larger volume of food, like for people to eat quickly, and then in a family setting.
1: The man dumps peanut butter on squid.
0: That's his other side. <laughs> <laughs> That's his, uh, the other side of his personality which is I want to make the grossest stuff possible.
1: <laughs> I would say that I like Soma's style mostly just because I like diner food. Yeah, me and too. And also because I I just kind of like the idea of of uh, accessible food.
0: Yeah. Me too. But
1: mm-hmm. on the other hand, Rio's great because I love seafood. I could eat oh my seafood God. forever.
0: I love his cooking cuz it's so like wickedly creative. Like I get so excited to see what he's going to like just pop out with the seafoods.
1: That's also why I like um Alice's food, right? Cuz yes. it's like I it is obviously kind of geared towards um a very uh rich sort of audience. Mm-hmm. It's meant for people who can afford to go to places where they know molecular gastronomy. Mm-hmm. But uh i I do like how intensely creative it is,
0: yeah, um, yeah, and
1: that's like that's like I think one of the best things about the show mm. um the series, I guess is that it is so creative with its food there's mm-hmm. never there's never a time that food comes out that I just think, well, that's just lazy, right, right. yeah, yeah, all the food is so well researched, yeah. um, and so well implemented mm-hmm. and used in such a way as uh as it's it's quite um quite amazing i will say there are some times where i think that some dishes win just because they have to okay but at the same time i can see why right like there's there's never a clear sort of this would objectively win over the other thing i okay. don't think uh um, like they i think they explain pretty well why something wins mm. like the pin steak uh wins because it is a um you know, it has it has acid in it, right? With the, um, you know, the umeboshi, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And that is actually really important when mm-hmm. eating something really sort of heavy and greasy, like a steak, right? right? Like there's a lot of fat in there. And if you don't have something spicy or something acidic to cut it, like cut through it, it's going to get very tiring. Right. Yeah, that's why I don't usually eat steak. I do love steak though. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like I think for most people, mm. it would be pretty difficult, but I would just, I could just eat oh, like a whole steak. <laughs> just yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> just a whole steak. I've done it before, but anyway, there's there's a reason people serve them with like you know greens that are dressed in basically like uh dressing that is made with you know an oil and an acid mm. it's like you know balsamic or um like balsamic vinegar or like uh, red wine vinegar, hmm mm-hmm. It's important to vary your flavor so that your palate does not get bored
0: which is yes you no know, that, that's true. a real thing like for me especially
1: like, oh i get palate fatigue so bad yeah. i can't even eat the same thing too many times in a row
0: yeah same
1: so the dining hall is killer for me <laughs> 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 it's suffering. lethal i'm suffering <laughs>
0: here you are talking about how much you enjoy your four dollar steaks and then you have to return to the dining hall once school starts i know <laughs> i'm
1: gonna be honest being in a dorm is actually bad for like it's bad for my health right <laughs> like ever since i've been back i've been eating so much better i'm like today i had a uh a chicken breast with the skin <laughs> crisped up and i had a side salad of arugula and bell peppers because <laughs> i still have some leftover from yesterday um but I'm eating salad, which is just shocking. <laughs> like, you need some greens in your damn life.
0: What do you eat at your dining hall?
1: Um, It depends on what they have. Usually, whatever, like, quote-unquote main course they have is kind of nasty. So, mm. normally, I just end up eating, like, a slice of pizza or something.
0: <laughs> no salad.
1: No salad. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, the salad is so gross. Unless it's, like, a freshly prepared salad. Like... They have a salad bar, uh, but you don't want to touch it. Oh. So obviously you have to wait until they like make you a salad. Um in the in the salad place. or not in the salad place, but like in the dining home main area. And some and usually they don't have salad, right? And if mm. they have salad, it's like, mm. we made you a buffalo chicken salad. I'm like, okay, that's okay. Okay. Um and obviously the food comes from the same place, but like it's just not great. Okay. I gotta say. Mm. I listen, eating fresh veggies, I'm spoiled. I can't eat not fresh veggies. Mm-hmm. Although uh, to be fair, I don't think not eating like I don't think asking for fresh veggies is kind of a lot to ask. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I just
1: I I feel like if you're gonna eat vegetables, they should at least not have been left out for like a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly not like the the dining hall salad bar isn't that bad. It's just not good.
0: Sure, that makes
1: sense. which is the problem. A salad has to be good.
0: I mean, yeah. If you're gonna eat it raw, right? Because it's raw vegetables, then they ought to be crisp and and fresh.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I tend to not have vegetables that I'm super hot about. Sometimes I have arugula, which I like a lot. Mm. It's kind of bitter and green and peppery. Mm. Um, it's probably one of my favorite sort of green leafy vegetables. I think spinach might be a close second. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) I just like palate fatigue is a real thing. And so if you have something, um sort of creative and layered and nuanced, then you're going to have a better time of it. Yeah. I think that's something that they they display very well in, in the series. I think there's always times when something comes up and you're just like, oh, I understand why they won, right? Right. This is something that hasn't happened in the anime yet, but there's... um, And I, I guess... I don't know. Do you care about if I spoil this? No, I don't care. Okay. Well, basically... Uh Soma draws the soba card against the soba god oh. she does nothing but make traditional soba and and he he draws the card to pick the ingredient and it was soba and he wins um and the only reason he wins is he considered the fact that um soba is is kind of like a delicate, easy to mess with food, and so as a result, you know when they're in the cooking hall as opposed to anywhere else, right? Like, the tournament hall is, like, it's big and there's a lot of people in it and that can affect the cooking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I, That was a really interesting. That was a very kind of, I don't know if that's real, right? <laughs> like, but I believe it enough for it to not matter if, right. if it's real or not, right? right? Like, there's a consideration of every element of something to, to um, engineer the victory of the characters who need it. Right. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's it's um it's quite transparent. Like you can you can see it. You're like I know why you're doing this, <laughs> but at the same time it doesn't really matter because you're like, well, this is still like satisfying to watch. Like it's really nice to see Soma not win the like spring tournament or whatever, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, and for the reason exactly that they they said, which is like you know, uh, Hayama's dish is a dish that is like. Intrinsically his, whereas mm-hmm. you know Soma at that point is kind of a jack of all trades, right? And right. he continues to be so, yeah. but because of that, he's weakened in in the sense that you know he hasn't developed an identity in his cooking,
0: right? Yeah, I liked that reason a lot, mm-hmm.
1: and I will say I think one of my favorite things about the manga that we haven't gotten in the anime yet mm-hmm. is at some point, um, it becomes a little bit like blasé that they just keep fan servicing the characters and so they start using different metaphors. Oh, which is great. Um specifically the soba one uh like the judges eat the soba, right? They eat somas soba and they're just like it's it's as if I'm enjoying the the youth of the youth of my like summer or like a summer of my youth in at a fireworks festival, right? Okay. It's like really cool. Yeah. Um and it's I think a lot closer to something like yakitate Japan which is like that mm. uh but much more comical mm-hmm. like this plays with fan service in a very sort of tongue in cheek way mm-hmm.
0: uh
1: but I think it also knows when to draw back a little bit
0: mm. okay that's like
1: I think as a as a sort of piece of media it it is very understanding of its both its lineage and the pitfalls of of its genre and I think it employs that knowledge well. Okay. Um, I think there's a reason it's so popular beyond, you know, titties.
0: (laughs) But the titties help.
1: (laughs) But yeah, they help, right? Like, no one's going to complain about that.
0: (laughs) How, so I don't watch too many, like, food genre animes. How would you compare this to others in the genre?
1: I would say it's probably one of the better ones Mm -hmm. in, in terms of food If you're looking for a a competition uh, anime. Like, okay, if you're looking for a cooking competition anime, Mm -hmm. this is basically S tier. Okay. Like, this is the the top, the the cream of the crop. The creme de la (laughs) creme.
0: Okay, get out. (laughs)
1: It's a very sort of French food. Listen, food is very...
0: Listen, I know he spent a whole time in a French restaurant, but that doesn't mean you got to, you know... (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, it means that I can bring out my entire repertoire no. of, of French idioms. No, it doesn't. That have been sort of Americanized and bastardized. <laughs> but yes, in terms of cooking competition shows, uh-huh. there aren't a lot. Yeah, there's uh, Yakitate Japan, which is very like comedic. It's not supposed to be uh, even remotely serious, really.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there are things like you know, uh, I love curry. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I don't remember that the actual title of of the manga. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was ever made into an anime, but that's a pretty good one in the same vein as Shokugeki. Just as a correction, the actual title of the manga is Addicted to Curry, and no, it was never turned into an anime. Okay, you know, kind of funny, kind of tongue in cheek, um, but also very serious at times. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's older.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and then you have um, oh god, I don't remember the actual name of it, but it was like a Chinese show. The name of that show was Chuka Ichiban and it actually was a Japanese manga set in China. I like, think I know what you're talking Chinese. about. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about yeah. where where he's just like I'm going to become the best like I'm going to become the best j- cooking general in China. Yeah. Uh, here's my mom's golden fried rice.
0: Right. Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, this I was turned on to this by uh by one of my friends. Um <laughs> I never finished it, mind you. We only watched it for like 12 or so episodes. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was um like that I think is very similar mm-hmm. uh in in tone and uh and such, right? But it's obviously very old.
0: Yes, yes.
1: It's like 80s. <laughs> 80s or 90s, I think. And it's very um I th- the animation is limited by the trappings of of that time period. Right. I think if you're looking for a cooking competition show, Shokugeki is is top tier. Like this is where you go. Right. If you're looking for something to look at, like nice food porn of, this is also pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: the food in it is is very uh, appealing and it's it makes you hungry. It's very good to look at. For, I would say, um, in terms of like cook of like food anime in general, I mm-hmm. think some are better in certain respects. Okay. But only because they're different, right? Mm. Like I think something like Wakakozake is better for if you want something kind of laid back and slice of lifey. Okay. Right? Like Shokogeki is very shonen, it's very drama oriented. Right. It's not very slice of life. It's not very slow. Right. Or rather it's not very um it doesn't feel very slow mm-hmm. most of the time. Although mm-hmm. some sometimes an arc drags on a little bit. I, I think there are shows that are pretty good, like you know things like Kofuku Graffiti, yeah, which is another one where they eat food erotically, <laughs> which is like kind of a weird sort of very specific genre that exists in Japan. Yeah, but honestly, I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of here for it.
0: I I feel like Kofuku Graffiti, from what little I saw of it, was a lot more uh it, like sexualized than Shokugeki, right? Like Shokugeki clothes just fly off, and then Kofuku it. It's like you're in it.
1: <laughs> I think I think the thing about it is that Shokugeki is like sexual in 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 the way that it's using that as kind of a um either relatable or kind of a shock value sort of thing mm-hmm. whereas Kofuku Graffiti is like very sensual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can feel almost more intimate. Right. I and I think part of that also derives from the nature of of the show where it's about family. mm mm-hmm. Mhm technically and so um it's inherently a little bit more intimate
0: mm-hmm.
1: but also like the the framing of the the shots mm-hmm. and how they how they direct the the scenes is meant to evoke that right um yeah um and obviously I've, like it's it's quite funny because it, it, we've gotten to a point where anime has food, even if it's not a food anime, right? Like, look at any <laughs> Studio Ghibli movie. Yes, and and like the food in that is just god tier. Yes, you look, you look at like Howl's Moving Castle, that big yes. slab of bacon. Yes. You're just like, oh my god, damn! Do I want that the slab breakfast. of bacon <laughs> in my mouth? <laughs> that jelly egg, that uh, delicious, delicious slab of bacon. God, all the fucking food in spirited away. Yeah, where they're just like. I don't know what we're putting in our mouths, yeah. but I don't care. That yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's like, what is that? Is that like an onion skin stuffed with something? Who knows? <laughs> an
0: onion skin.
1: Like <laughs> an onion. Um <laughs> But yeah, I yeah. think um I think that uh there there are certainly some shows that you can you can turn to for more comfortable sort of tones. Sure. Like the the fate. I was almost gonna say ripoff. The the fate spin-off <laughs> Fate ripoff. <laughs> it's not a ripoff. That's, that would be something else. I'm sure we could make a list of fate ripoffs. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the fate spinoff where he's just cooking. Yes. that's one of those that I would point to where um it's very kind of comfy and cushy. And yeah, soft. Like I think soft is a word to describe <laughs> many cooking shows. Soft. Whereas uh, Shokugeki is a hard show.
0: Hard Soft
1: You know You're soft I'm you hard like me oh, oh No That's that's it Shokugeki is a hard Cooking anime Whereas uh, Other Other shows tend to be Soft cooking animes I've
0: gone too far I've done it
1: I've classified it perfectly Too far Just like Like Hey don't Don't think about that Just think about like The doneness of an egg <laughs> Well, I mean, I... I mm, really, this is your fault, I think. I, what? <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter.
0: I didn't use the adjectives soft and hard to reference sexualized food animates, okay?
1: <laughs> oh, whatever. Whatever. So, I mean, the only other thing that we have left to talk about is uh, the anime versus the manga. It's a very faithful adaptation, okay. I would say. If, if anything, they just tighten it up right? Like, obviously, a serialized manga is gonna have a little bit of, I mean, I'm gonna use this metaphor again, uh-huh. but it has some fat to be trimmed off. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a very faithful adaptation. Not, there's no filler, there's no, um, bullshit, there's no useless extension of, uh, there's no overstaying its welcome, okay. so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh Shokageki and Boku no Hero are two really great examples of how you do longer running shows. You just do it seasonally. You right? Mean... Like you don't you don't have to do the one piece thing anymore of, uh, yes. of like here's five minutes of episode preceded yes. by ten minutes of recap and five yes. minutes of preview, right? Yeah. Like you can just do it seasonally
0: mm-hmm.
1: and people are fine like they're they're interested enough that obviously you'll drop some people but they're interested enough that whenever it comes out you know you'll, they'll watch it
0: right like I feel like that way it keeps the pacing tighter it keeps more faithful to the storyline and that way people won't like get bored of it
1: I, I think in a lot of ways for very successful series this is the way forward and yeah. it's proven to work and they have to do it yeah because if not we're gonna run into a lot more bullshit that we did in the 90s and the early 2000s. So, hopefully that trend is over. I mean, we got this with popular series like Attack on Titan. Like, seasonal! Yeah. I mean, obviously we waited an eternity and a half for season 2. But people mm-hmm. still watched it.
0: That's true. People did still watch it.
1: <laughs> That's just the way that it's going. It's it's very good, honestly. Mm. The big advantage that anime has is that there's motion and sound and voice. which helps to drive empathy, it helps to drive emotional investment, it helps to drive the drama of a scene when there's music building up to it. It's There's a lot of very good sort of ways to build mood and, right. and set tone. Right. Shokugeki, I think the the directing itself of the scenes is pretty okay. It's okay. not super standout, I would say, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of shots that are clearly there to save budget, right? Sure. Where it's just Here's a shot of someone's face, and their mouth is moving, and they're talking. But, you know, at the same time, really, that was a lot of panels in the manga, too, so I can't really fault them for that, I mm-hmm. don't think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they don't skimp where it counts, and sure. that's what's important.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, cool.
1: I do think, okay, and there's there's just one thing, one more thing I have to say about the, the show. Ah. Um, if there is one thing it is very focused around um like technical skill and creativity obviously uh to the point where it's almost unrealistic which I think works in the favor of the show mind you like this isn't a criticism okay but I think if you're looking for something closer to reality you might want to look somewhere else mm. there's not a lot of other places to look for competition mhm but um a lot a lot of other shows do cooking as cooking more realistically. Now, if you want something to watch and you you just you feel bad that you've never cooked before in your life, watch Sweetness and Lightning. <laughs> it's about it's about a single dad and he learns to cook for his little baby girl.
0: It's not a competition. It's so cute. it's, it's just... not a competition,
1: but it will warm your heart. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It will, it will be, it's the anime equivalent of drinking an entire bowl of miso soup and feeling it just warm in your belly. Oh my god. That's what, I'm not wrong! <laughs> I'm not wrong! <laughs> Why are you booing me? I'm right!
0: I'm not, I I just think it's <laughs> funny. I think you're absolutely right, because I also really love that anime, and I got teary over the, the, the actual gooey ooey... <laughs>
1: sweetness of it it's like getting a hug from the inside
0: yeah sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay all right i think i'm i think i'm done i think i'm done with metaphors
0: (laughs) you tried so hard this whole episode
1: (laughs) i i went very hard with my with my literature major i did all the metaphors i tried to make it as relatable as possible for you kids out there i said my memes i'm done soft. where can we find you on the internet
0: <laughs> soft and hard kids <laughs> uh, you can find me on twitter twitch tumblr all that at swan uh and i'll be there i'll be arting a lot this week and then next week uh after the convention is april so i'll be um, probably continuing playing Okami and Valhalla and I think I might be doing a playthrough of Hatoful Boyfriend with my friend who has never played it before.
1: So. Oh my god. Are you ready? Is this the same friend that you played Doki Doki yes. with? Yes. Are you just dragging them into like <laughs> Really? Into
0: Depravity? Yes.
1: One one psychological horror yeah. visual novel after the other. Yeah. What are you going to do next? Play Sayano Uta?
0: <laughs> we'll see.
1: If you don't know that's 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 the one where um the guy gets a concussion because he's in a car accident and then he wants to fuck an eldridge bean because it looks like a little anime girl.
0: Uh I don't want to go into that room.
1: <laughs> okay. You should look this up though. It's by Gen Urobuchi who wrote Maroka and you oh. read it and you're like, Oh, I get it. Oh I understand this man now. Uh, <laughs> this isn't just a one time thing. Uh,
0: uh, you know, I I haven't even you know, let's just leave that. <laughs>
1: let's Let's just leave leave that where it is (laughs) yeah i mean i will say uh gen urobuchi is a lot and sayono uta is a game it's not maybe a good game or maybe not even a good story Uh but it sure is a game and it sure is a story okay that's all i gotta say about that
0: cool where can we find you Sue? (laughs)
1: You can find me at all of the places on all of the internet, at Literal Soup. Soup. And that's about it. Yay! If you look at my Twitter, I post a lot of pictures of food. (laughs) Sometimes I make it. Usually I don't because I live in the mountains where I go to school, where the only food (laughs) is the dining hall. And (laughs) given that I don't want to eat that, my other classmates. You sound happier, though. I do. Yeah. I'm. I I'm a lot happier now that I am in a place where I can eat real food for a week before I have to return for ten more weeks of arduous uh, mental training, so that I can become a um, a warrior monk of English literature. <laughs> and, and yeah. <laughs> um. I think I think that's it. I think that's the end of the podcast. Okay. Akechi Goro, eat your fucking heart out. Oh my god,
0: out. leave it! Soup. <laughs> no, wait, 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 hang on. What? Would you
1: pref- would you prefer don't be soft, be hard like me? <laughs> oh,
0: no, no! Akechi girl! I choose Akechi Girl. Then
1: you have to say it.
0: <laughs> Akechi Goro, eat your
1: heart out.
0: Don't be hard like soup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't hard enough, that's why he died. Oh my God! <laughs>
0: <Okay.
1: sighs> oh. Love.